What is up? My name is Kevin Wu and I'm an online fitness coach who helps men in their 20s lose weight and get abs for the first time through mindset, nutrition, and training. That's enough about me. Let's get right into today's episode. What is going on? So today is going to be a lot different of a podcast. I want to share with you my story about personally dealing with binge eating, also my eating disorders, and have a bulimia. Now, some people say I also kind of had anorexia too as well, just because of how skinny I was. You literally see the bones of my chest sticking out and my ribs everywhere. So it was really, really bad. Like I would, yeah, I would, I would just stand there. You can see all my bones from my rib cage and my chest all poking out. So it was really bad from there. But I pretty much dealt with all these three. I'm not going to say I really dealt with anorexia though, because I, I mean, I looked like it, but like from the symptoms and everything, that's a breeding upon it. I don't have really read upon the actual kind of like what classifies as it. So I'm not going to identify as that one, but the other two hands down for sure. So first is going to be binging. Now I always had a really bad relationship with food kind of growing up in the sense of one, I was really skinny and basically the anorexia kind of looking like because I didn't eat anything. I was such a picky eater itself. Like I remember my brother would sit across the table and he had like cheese and I would always like, like I would, well, I actually moved across the table and hold my nose. Would even go to my room and and stuff because like I hate the smell of it so much. And I would just be such a picky eater to the points. Basically, I remember one another time going to, over to my brother's friend's house, and what they had was a like curry for dinner itself, and they had rice, right? And I had a bag of Skittles because I came back from like Taekwondo, and I bought like a bag of Skittles from like this like grocery store or something like that, and. Like I was so, so, so hungry. And the only thing they had was really the rice and the curry itself. And I didn't want to eat the curry because, you know, I don't, well, I was such a, I was a picky eater and they had the rice. So I just grabbed the rice and I poured Skittles with the rice and I ate my rice with Skittles. <laughs> and there's many other times that'd be kind of like this. I would only basically eat certain, very, very, very few foods, pretty much rice, tofu that my mom made, bok choy that my mom made, and also like a chicken, the rotisserie chicken, and also like this broccoli had to be very cooked in a very specific way. My mom made it too as well. It was basically everything my mom made. She made like, well, not everything, but like a good portion of the foods my mom made. And I guess she made that specifically for me too as well. And it had to be very specifically cooked. If it was cooked in a different way, different sauces, I wouldn't eat them, right? It was very, very weird. So now I look back on it itself. Or, or McDonald's, like a junior chicken. I would not touch anything else. Like, I literally just tried a Big Mac for the first time in COVID, like, I think it was two years ago now because I was so bored. And I'm like, yeah, let's go try a Big Mac now. So, yeah, but any actually even beef burger from McDonald's is the first time I tried it, like, two years ago. So <laughs> it's very recent that I actually start more exploring the food itself in that kind of aspect. So I only ate the junior chicken and chicken nuggets for, like, the whole life until, like, two years ago, like, straight up and McFlurry, I guess, that sweet food. So it would be very, very, very limited foods that I pretty much, like, that I could probably list them all down on, like, a list itself. And I'm not going to list them all because it's, it's very, very small, though, to get pretty much the point down. But basically, yeah, so eating was not very great growing up. And as I kind of went to prep side of things too as well, is when I had all these cravings. Now, when I was actually starting to get into more bodybuilding side of things and take it to the next level is when I was 16, I started lifting at 13 because I went onto meal prep and searched all like the foods, found a meal plan, made a meal plan for myself. It was all very like typical gym bro kind of foods, right? It was oatmeal, chicken breast, and like ground beef and rice and potatoes and stuff. But I didn't really know how to cook at all or make these foods so it was disgusting i remember the first time i ate meal, oatmeal to as well when i was 16 i literally just threw plain notes in the microwave with water and i literally almost wanted to throw up like i took one bite of it 
and I wanted to throw up. I tried to take another bite. I wanted to throw up, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it anymore. And then even like almonds itself, like almonds, I put in my meal plan and some nuts. Like I ate like two of them. It took me like half an hour to eat like like not even palm size of almonds. It would take me half an hour to eat like ten grams of it because that's like how much I had. No, twenty grams. Twenty grams of my meal plan. Half an hour just to do that because I like just couldn't stand like the, the taste of it and everything like that. I mean, you couldn't really cook almonds, but and I didn't switch it out for another thing. I just had my meal plan i'm like okay i'm gonna eat it but my oatmeal like literally could not stand or do that so it was bad but now i know there's a million different ways to make oatmeal taste better like using my protein vanilla drops or other like you know maple syrup like sugar-free maple syrup adding protein powder oh my god that's the best or greek yogurt stevia some berries stuff like that to make it 100 million times better so there's a lot of things you can do to make it better but when i was after I'd done my first show because i lost 28 pounds in nine and a half weeks for my first show and then after my first show because like during the show itself or during the process of doing my prep I had all these cravings i would crave these foods and i write them down on my list on my notepad right all these places I never went to because now i was like having all those cravings and like i just kind of like started to explore different kind of food options too as well and i just started to have like better kind of understanding of the food so I had all these places I've written down. And I was like, on new spots I've never been to my life. Like I mentioned, I was such a picky eater. So I never tried like anything basically. So I had these cravings that I always see on Instagram, scroll past them, add them. Or if my friend pretty much had like these spots or self they told me to go to or was really, really good, they would, I would add to my list, add to my list. And I had like probably a list of like 20, 20 different spots by the time I did my show. And once my show was done, I immediately went to like three spots a day. Like the I pro show itself, I had this stuffed hamburgers place. I was one of them. And I went straight to Senior's Pizza, which is a pizza place, had a donair pizza. And I went straight to get a, um, a milkshake from Pete's Drive-In. So I had like all those, and also donut mill that I bought like the day before. So donuts, a whole pizza, um, stuffed burger with a poutine. It was a lot of food pretty much right after my show. And that was like every single day for a week, no, not a week straight, like a week and a half straight. And I literally gained 25 pounds a week because I went to like three spots every single day for like a week because everything pretty much had that. And the thing was, when I actually had that, like the one food itself, the post-show wasn't bad, but the next day wasn't bad. And then I was like, I think it was the third day when I had like, let's say one of those foods itself. It's like, like I wanted to try like an Oreo cookie or something else in that kind of aspect. It's in my mind, my mind, my mind couldn't stop. My mind could not stop. I told myself I would have one. And it was like, and then like my wife was like fucking wired. If you guys ever had like the binge eating or have binge in the last, you guys know what I feel. It's like your heart rate's almost like a little elevated and your mind's like, it's like, like, you know, you shouldn't eat it, but it's like one more, one more, one more. It's like, and then you told yourself you only have one though. You pick up that cookie and then it's like even more wired. And then like, your just hand can't stop and just, it's like you're not even like tasting. You're just biting and biting and biting and biting. And then it goes down, biting it goes down. And then you're having just for like another one. And it keeps going. And then when you finish like the whole box of like cookies, I remember I finished like a whole box of like Costco cookies at the time. I was like, oh my God. Like I, I feel like shit. I like, why do I do that? And then immediately I go on the treadmill for like an hour, go for another walk for another hour and a half to try to burn it off. And that cycle would happen over and over again, right? Like I would tell myself, okay, Next day, because I had these foods, I'm like, okay, I only have like one donut now, right? And then, you know, one donut later, and then actually I told myself I had half a donut. I remember a donut party here in Edmonton. I would only eat like half the donut and kind of save it and kind of like have this plan to eat half a day itself so I could savor it. But then I had the half, and I was like, what if, what if I just had like, like another half? It wouldn't kill me, right? And then 
<laughs> it wouldn't stop. Like it would not stop. It would not stop. I, mean, I tried to stop myself. And I put it away. Put it. I believe put it all the way upstairs because I was my parents' place at the time, and went downstairs. And then like my mind was like, you know, like just thinking about donuts the whole time, and it's just like that rush over there, and just like man. And then I went to grab the donuts again, eat them all, and then like the next thing that was like in sight, like some chocolates are in sight. Like I don't even like chocolates much, and then it was just my hand would just like grab it and eat it until all those were gone to his wall. And then after that, I'd feel like shit again. And then go for like another walk on the treadmill for like an hour, go on the stairmaster for like an hour, try to burn it off. And it went, yeah, so it was, it was really bad in that kind of sense. Now, eventually I kind of got over it and I got over that binging kind of phase itself. And I was frankly very embarrassed because I gained a lot of weight 25 pounds in a week and I was like absolute shit. And I pretty much just wore a shirt for a good long time, right? So only wore a shirt because I was so shredded for my show. And then put on this weight. I would only wear the shirts only t- and t-shirts to always cover up because I was so embarrassed and I hate the way it looked. And it was just fuck with me mentally for a long time. And then I remember getting over it at one point itself. And I don't I know I went on a strict meal plan. I'm going on a strict meal plan back then to get back over it. And then I got back over it. And then I kind of went to calorie kind of based approach. And I didn't really have any like extra sweets or anything that's in my kind of diet. I pretty much just, I cut out all my sweets because sweets were pretty much my thing that was causing my binging. So I like pizza or like some more savory kind of foods like donairs or like something that I could control myself. But when it came to sweets, it just could not do it. And that was my problem. Now, I had it fixed for a good little, for a, for a long time up until I went on my cut for Japan. So on my cut for Japan, um, it was actually, I went for a cut for Japan because I literally thought I couldn't, uh, continue my bulk when I was in Japan because eating 5,000 calories a day and I was trying to gain weight itself and like that's how much pretty much it took for me to gain weight and yeah so I want to cut lost 30 pounds in eight weeks because I'm like okay I'm going to guarantee myself I'm going to lose weight in Japan because the portions are small and everything like that's so I can do a lot of walking that's what I generally do when I go on vacation no way I'm going to get 5,000 calories a day just from you know doing that all that and trying to gain weight so I want to cut to get the ship shredded lost 30 pounds in the eight weeks and uh, the last two weeks itself, because I was really strict, and then at the last kind of couple weeks, I started to add in some foods. Like I'm like, okay, um, twice a week I'll go with my buddies and incorporate like a cow zone into my diet for a day, or incorporate like a couple slices of pizza or something that is my diet, sort of a flexible dieting approach, and kind of allow myself to eat out. But in the last two weeks, I remember there was one time I went back to the sweets because I still cut out sweets pretty much the whole time over here. Last second last week, I saw this new Oreo flavor. It was like a chocolate peanut butter one. And I kept seeing it over and over again. And me with Oreos, whenever I see like a new Oreo flavor, I'm like, I got to try it. <laughs> it's just something about it. It's like an Oreo flavor. I got to try it. It's a new flavor. I got to try it. So I'm not going to lie. I binge on the Oreos a couple of times because of that reason of trying a new flavor out. Mm-hmm. But I remember the chocolate peanut butter flavor. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have two cookies. No, one cookie. One cookie itself. That's it. One cookie a day. That's it. So I have one cookie itself. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm like. That was the best cookie I had in my fucking life. Like that, that flavor, no joke, chocolate peanut butter is hands down the best Oreo flavor. You can't argue with me there. But I had one cookie. I'm like, oh my God. Like all I was thinking about was the cookie again, right? And like probably I think I was like, I tried resisting it for like a good like 10 minutes. I went back to going to work and everything like that. And all I was thinking was that cookie and how good it fucking tastes. I'm like, you know what? Another one couldn't hurt. So then I ate the second one. And then my mind was like wired, right? It was like, oh my God, that was so good. Like, like I just want another one. Like, and like my heart was like racing too as well. I was like my hand was like almost just grabbing it pretty much by itself. So I ate another one and another one, another one, and a row was gone, and then two rows gone, and three goals, and then I ate the whole fucking pack. I'm not even joking. I ate the whole fucking pack of Oreos. 
it was bad. It was really, really bad. And I felt like so shitty afterwards. So shitty. And after that moment, I was like, oh my God, I fucked up. Like I fucked up hardcore. Now at this time too as well, like I loved fucking cheesecake. And when I went to GNC itself, I worked there with my buddies named Ben Smith. He was always we kind of talked about the best cheesecake. And he said, hands down, the one is Costco cheesecake. I never tried it in my life. And I remember passing by it for the last six months or eight months at this point. Every single week. I'm not kidding. Every single week I'd look, I would pass by it intentionally. And then I look at it and like, that looks good. I want it. Right. That looks good, but I want it, but I can't have it. That looks good. I want it, but I can't have it. And there's two times I actually put in my card. And then I, and then I then I scroll back. When I scroll back, I roll it back to the cheesecake section and I put it back. I'm like, no, no, fuck can't do this. And then this one, and then one time really hit me. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not prepping for a show right now. I know it's my end of my cut. I really lost a lot of weight. I look fucking great itself. And like, you know, I'll start my diet pretty much after I get back into my group of things after I get back from my trip to Japan. Now's the fucking time. So I grabbed it, put it in my cart and over there and also fucked up for my diet side of things because like, you know, I eat the whole pack of Oreos. I'm like, okay, well, actually intentionally grabbed it this time around. Uh, after my whole pack Oreo situation, I, always, I thought about the, that cheesecake over there. I'm like, I already fucked up. And then this time around, I was in Costco, and then I'm like, okay, I'm grabbing it this time. I already fucked up the day. I'm going to grab some other foods that I've always wanted and always craved. That was always in mind because now is the fucking time. I already fucked up. So I grabbed the, went home, got the cheesecake. I was like, okay, I'm going to have a little slice itself. And then I, I had the first slice. I'm like, oh, my God. This is the best fucking cheesecake I've ever had. And there's actually better cheesecake now. But at that point, that was literally the best cheesecake I had in my life. fucking life. My Ben, who's been talking about it for the longest time, I finally got it in my cart because I was looking at it for the last eight months. I put it in like every single time I went to Costco and I ate one slice. Then I cut up another little small, bigger slice and I cut up a bigger slice. And then I'm like, oh my God, like my mind is fucking wired. And I was like, oh my God, I can't stop. Well, I wanted to stop. I'm like, I shouldn't do it. But then like I grab it. And then my mind was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, I want more, like, grab more. And then I put away for a good while. And even put in the freezer, too, as well. I remember to try to prevent myself. Is that this is the basement now? I'm on the main floor. I put in the freezer to try to hold myself. And I get back to work. And then all my mind was like, cheesecake, cheesecake. So I end up eating the whole thing over there. And after that, man, I felt like absolute shit because cheesecake is fucking dense. Cheesecake is really, really, really fucking dense. If you guys don't know, it has a lot of freaking calories. And it is not great for your stomach. I'll tell you that much. So after that, this is when I felt extra extra shitty extra extra shitty so at that point i'm like okay well i was at the verge of throwing up but like i was felt really really stuck i'm like okay what if i just puke it out right because this is a lot of fucking calories and like i lost a lot of weight in this eight weeks itself and i'm not just gonna give it up i'm like what if i just threw it up because like calories in versus calories up right if i threw it up it wouldn't matter right well at least to a certain extent maybe I'm not gonna throw up all of it so I went over to the toilet. I literally put my finger, my, my index finger, also my middle finger, and I shoved it down to the back of my throat to like, I don't even know what that thing is called, but then like I had the gag reflex and I threw it up and I threw up more and I threw up more and I threw up more. And when you throw up, your face is like really red and it's like, it feels all that pressure over there. It doesn't feel great, obviously. But yeah, I threw it up, all that, and I flushed it down the toilet, my front rinse my mouth, done, right? And I pretty much did like two hours of cardio after that on the treadmill, went out for a walk for another hour itself. And I thought that was just the end of it. But now this actually eventually happened like 10 more times the next following two months with different scenarios itself where I was like, you know what, I'll just have the one, right? And it's always with a sweet occasion because I, 
I apparently can't fucking deal with sweets right now. It just gives me like a fucking high that I really have a hard time controlling. So that's pretty much my weakness over here in that kind of sense. So it was different sweet kind of foods, whether that was like one cookie, whether it was like a little brownie, whether that's like a little bit of ice cream from like Dairy Queen or something that that's been craving for the longest freaking time. And then when I had one, I remember the macaroons too as well from Costco. I had one and then eventually I binged the fucking whole thing. And it was the same situation where I put in the fridge, go back, put in the fridge, go back, put one in my plate, crib or fridge, and go back and forth, but back and forth, and then eventually I fucking ate the whole thing. And I'm like, oh my God. And then, you know, same situation putting back my throat with my fingers and feeling like shit and then doing like two hours of cardio later. And yeah, it wasn't until the point where I literally could not fucking throw up anymore. Like it was weird. Like I just shut my finger, my middle finger, also my index finger down back my throat and I could not anymore. Like, like I have a little bit of gag reflex, right? But just nothing would come up and what wasn't the same. It was weird. And I really, really fucking tried. Like I really tried. And that's when I knew I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is bad. Like, this is really bad. Like, this, this I got to fucking change, <laughs> right? So I realized it was a really fucking bad situation. I didn't realize it was actually eating disorder at this point. And I remember, I think it was a couple of days later or something like that. I remember because I went, I joked about it to one of my friends itself. And then he was like, you know, that's actually, I'm like, well, you know, you're not, I'm not going to gain weight. I don't remember how the conversation came up exactly on this kind of aspect. But I remember it was like uh, kind of joking about like throwing up your food and it's like, you know, you know you're not going to gain that weight, calories in versus calories out. He's like, oh, it's actually called the eating disorder, called bulimia. And then um, I actually, I was, I didn't really know, what the, I didn't know it was eating disorder. So I immediately pretty much searched it up after that, so what bulimia was. And I saw like the consequence itself of like what can happen, will damage like your esophagus, also like some rotting your teeth and some other things I can't remember. But I'm like, shit, this is like, eating disorder but that's when we really got serious because i'm like damn that's a good disorder eating and it's really bad i should have realized that but i didn't at the time and at that point i'm like okay i need a fucking change so i literally went to instagram that day itself somebody by thinking about hiring for a coach for a good little while itself somebody respected for a long time i literally went on a site fucking signed up right then and there and yeah that's i pretty much haven't i actually didn't mention anything about the eating disorder or any of the binging because i was embarrassed and i looked up to this person and i didn't want to think of them to think of me as anything less and that situation over there or just being embarrassed and just kind of like not telling him how to eat disorder maybe it was right maybe it was wrong but nonetheless i got over it because i was so embarrassed and i looked up to this person itself and i didn't want him to well know about it but also um ever do that again because let's just say it kept happening and obviously my physique would show for it too as well and more problems would road down uh, down the road would occur so I was like, okay, well, I just really committed towards it. Just holding myself to the highest standard, holding myself to the meal plan because I knew I did, did better on meal plans specifically at this period of time that I was just sticking to straight foods, not deviating off of it, that I was able to really get over it. And the biggest thing, honestly, was just the mental side of thing. It was just like, you know, hiring that person itself and just kind of making sure that, well, like, you know, I didn't want to disappoint him. That was pretty much, frankly, what it was like I looked at this person i didn't want to disappoint him. i didn't want to disappoint myself in that kind of aspect and maybe it was because of my kind of growing up in aspect of my parents and just me always trying to be i guess that people pleaser or please my dad in that sense of going to school and getting those better grades that this kind of came from of just trying to you know um have the higher kind of step not high status but like that and i just i don't know if, if that makes sense even it was just like 
because like I always tried to please my dad in that sense and in terms of getting good grades and doing things that he wanted versus like myself up until kind of like a certain point in time aspect and maybe and then one that kind of went away after I dropped out of school but maybe it was just me seeking that kind of void again and filling that kind of void from my childhood that kind of seek this coach and made me kind of elevate myself into a higher level and make it and really not fuck up and binge again or even uh you know make myself throw up again because of that maybe it was that too but i never been well i have been since that day itself a couple times well handful of times especially after my previous show two years ago i fucking binged really bad i was depressed but i haven't ever had the bulimia i never forced myself to throw up again i never had the urge over there so i got over that one 100 but in terms of binging side of things no there's definitely been a handful of times that have been especially from the last show itself i was fucking depressed and that, that's another whole story because i'm my whole show basically in toronto was canceled and yeah that, that's probably that's, yeah, that's a long story so i'm not gonna go over that but i was depressed basically in toronto because i prepped in that for the last three years itself telling everybody i'd do it and then it wasn't my choice but it got canceled literally one day beforehand i didn't know what to do in toronto there's all this food around everything else closed so the only thing i thought would make me feel better was food and i binge hard and i binge hard and then when i came back from toronto i had covid because i got tested positive itself from this notice itself to get tested from my previous show a week ago that people were covid positive so i tested and I got COVID and I couldn't do anything for like, like two and a half weeks. So I binge a lot of food in the house, ordered a lot of food too as well uh, from like Uber Eats and shit. And then after my three weeks is up, it's up, my two weeks is up from the COVID from, you know, isolating. Um, well, I actually binge too as well because I was scared in the sense of like, I didn't tell my parents I had COVID in that sense. And my brother actually messaged me. It's like, because um, I remember posting on social media that i was gonna get uh my covid testing and stuff like that and i never tested results i never posted my results or anything like that my brother kept messaging me and was like are you putting positive are you COVID positive and then like he, was, he had like a whole bunch of messages and i muted him on like all my apps because i was scared of <laughs> what would happen itself if i told him because i was living with my parents at the time too as well and i didn't tell my parents i was covid i just kind of isolated away from them and i just it was like i guess this internal guilt that kind of helped that let me binge too as well on top of that but then after i got over my COVID side of things like two weeks they, all the gyms in alberta here closed down and like that was what i was looking forward to the most because i couldn't even work out and i came even more depressed and binged even more and yeah i remember hiring another coach on top of that because let go of my other coach um because i think it was i actually let go of that same coach from that binging side of things i can't remember the reason at this specific time i'm pretty sure it was because my I was up until with him until this show that I did got announced that I was got pushed back until like six months later because of the COVID situation kind of rising because that's generally time period from 2019 to 2020 mm-hmm. in that kind of aspect. But this is basically a new coach. I kind of I was like, I just texted him. He was a buddy of mine. I literally was like, I'm going to hire you because I've been struggling binging and I want you to hold me accountable. And I eventually got over this binging phase to his wall. And it took me a little bit longer. And yeah, but it was kind of cycles and cycles and that's kind of my stories over there but yeah so if you guys can get over the binging side of things i'm not fucking perfect i deal with shit too and i still look great and you guys look great too as well i deal with my shit and i rise a couple times too as well i'm not proud of it but i am proud of getting over it and i'm proud of for actually opening up now because honestly frankly i'm embarrassed about them so hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast episode and i know there's a lot of difference maybe guys some of you guys can relate in some aspects and yeah take care
Thank you guys for tuning in to the Live to Inspire podcast, the number one podcast for men in their 20s trying to lose weight and get abs the first time. My mission is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves through fitness. So if you guys are tuning into this episode and want to lose weight and get your abs showing for the very first time, then DM me the words abs on Instagram at Kevin Wu underscore. That is K-E-B-I-N-W-U-W underscore. And we'll have a chat whether or not I can help you out lose that weight to get your abs showing for the first time. That is the ending of today's episode of the Live to Inspire podcast. If you learned something today, then make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. Also, if you leave a written review on this podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated because that pushes this podcast to more people just like you.